I mean, what I've been saying, don't get into the pressure, you know, yeah. don't feel like you have to do a thousand things at mm-hmm. once. One thing that I've been saying in all of my interviews is that if you aren't in a space to be happy with yourself, content with yourself, content with where you are, you're not going to be a happy mom. Hey guys, welcome back to the Currently Bossing Podcast, powered by The Boss Up Inc. On this podcast, we discuss all things relating to career, social media, influencer marketing, and what it really takes for you to create your mark in today's digital landscape. I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, founder and CEO of The Boss Up Inc. Hi, bosses. Welcome back to the Currently Bossing Podcast, powered by The Boss Up Inc., where we help female entrepreneurs and creators bridge the gap between boss life and wellness, ensuring that they become more balanced bosses. I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, and today we're chatting with Christina Wilds. Christina Wilds is a writer, children's author, humanitarian, public speaker, and multipreneur from Washington, D.C. Having been featured on Forbes, Her Agenda, The Griot, and more, she is a mother to her baby girl who inspired her to start a children's book club, Tristan's Book Club. Christina has also published her first children's book, Dear Little Black Girl, and has been featured as a writer for Essence Magazine, Parents Magazine, and Motherly, with various speaking engagements, including for Black Girl Ventures, the Event Planners Expo 2020, LIM College, Urban Mentor, and more. Christina, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you on here because you wear so many hats as a wife, a mother, a writer, an author. I mean, the list goes on. And so I'm excited for you to share just your knowledge and expertise with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. This is an awesome podcast to be on. So it's an honor for me that you would even want me to be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, this is going to be such a great conversation. And I always love to start off with the question to help paint our paint the scene for our listeners a little bit. So tell us a little bit about you and your just career story. Wow. So my career story is kind of all over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I went to school, LIM College in New York City uh, for marketing. I started off like my senior internship was in entertainment marketing. So I thought that Mm -hmm. was the you know route that I took mm-hmm. and literally like a week before we had to like sign renew our lease because we were like we're graduating from college we my friends are graduating from college we said we're going to renew the lease we're going to stay in mm-hmm. New York um one of the girls decided to pull out so <laughs> immediately you know back up I had to move back home which is mm. why so, you know, I kind of get discouraged after that because I didn't feel that entertainment marketing was a thing. You know, it wasn't something you could do in D.C. I think at the time, and this is before, like, social media kind of took off, took off. It, it was, you know, it, it existed, but it wasn't like what it is today. Um, and so I think BET had an office in D.C. and but that was like on the business side, not even necessarily on the entertainment side, if you will. So I just felt like, this is it for me. You know, I'm going to get a government job or, you know, some regular job. And I was so sad, but that's what happened. Um, And then maybe a year after being there, 
yeah, like a year. Um, I had a friend who was like, if you feel I was in retail, I went into retail. That's what I knew. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, if you feel that you want to entertainment marketing, find an internship. And I was like, but I'm in, you know, I'm a college graduate. I need to be working. Um, I don't need to be working for free. I don't, you know, I've done internships, but it turned out to be the best advice I could have ever gotten from someone. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I ended up getting an internship at a recording studio in DC. Mm. And at the time they were doing like, way ahead of time they were doing like live podcast recordings oh wow you like you could visually see the podcast like air around the world it was amazing Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where I got my start back into or getting into this groove of like media talent relations um that kind of thing and um a friend of mine, another fr- good girlfriend of mine, she was like, well, you know, I know you want to do PR. There's this girl group on YouTube that I think we should approach. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just like this entrepreneur, you know, I just kind yeah. of, it was like, this is the only way I'm going to actually get my foot in the door, you know? Um, and I was blessed enough to have a stable, like home condition where I didn't have to like pay rent and, mm-hmm. you know, it bills. So interning wasn't that bad because yeah, <laughs> I had to pay for it. And we took on the girl group. We started doing their PR. And from there, things just, it was like everything just happened. Um, I started finding gigs, like PR gigs on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Um, gigs. Uh, I was able to do a PR assistant gig for the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just going great. I was like, okay, this is awesome. And then I ended up staying in DC for about six years, <laughs> which is a little longer than I <laughs> I was there. Um, and I also got my start in event production, which is mm-hmm. honestly what I love doing the most out of everything. Yeah. Um, so all this came from Craigslist. All of these jobs I was finding was on Craigslist. And then <laughs> I moved to Italy for a little bit. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I moved to Italy for a little bit to volunteer as a teacher and kind of like okay. myself. And when I came back, I kind of hit the ground running. I had a job at a web festival. And that too kind of incorporated everything that I had been doing for the past like five years uh, mm-hmm. in media and talent relations. And I built a resume enough to move back to New York and start working for NBC Universal mm. in 2017. So it was a lot of freelancing, you know, between that time. But I learned a lot about being an entrepreneur, um, using the skill set that I learned in college as far as like marketing mm-hmm. and business and implemented that into my entrepreneurial journey. And so it it was amazing. And then I moved back to New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. I worked for NBC Universal and I ended up getting laid off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Laid off. But the event production event production job that I had in DC was actually based in New York. So I got to do this work from home before everyone started working from home. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, so that was, like professional resume, I guess, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh, and then in 2019, I got pregnant with my daughter. And I had been working on a children's book when I started in D.C., or that I started in mm. D.C. That started off as, like, just a letter to myself because entrepreneur life was hard. And mm-hmm. even though 
I was doing well as far as like clientele and picking up jobs, it was never steady. Um, I had, you know, you start comparing yourself to everyone because by then social media is definitely picking up. You yeah. start your journey to everyone else's journey and your friends with good jobs are doing this and doing that. And I'm kind of like, check to check, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it happened, but not as well as I thought I should have been doing based on comparing myself to other people. Mm-hmm. So I wrote this letter to myself and my friend was like, you should turn this into a children's book. Like it can be affirmations for girls. And I was like, okay. Um, so I started doing that. I got stalled because of artistic differences with the uh, illustrator at the time. And I, was okay. kind of, I gave up on it. I was like, you know what? Too hard, too much. We'll put this in a little box over here. Mm-hmm. Thought I was pregnant with a girl. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe <laughs> I need to pick this back up to revisit because these are things that I want my daughter to know. Mm-hmm. Um, these were things that I, not that I didn't, I wasn't affirmed as a child, but I guess it was in a different way. It was communicated in a different way, but mm-hmm. through a children's book, like this is something you're reading. This is something fun, you know? And uh, so I finished it and I released it in 2020. So it's been almost two years, September mm-hmm. 20. And then she was born and we had a, a friend, a family friend, challenge us to read over 500 books to her before she st- stepped foot in the school. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. You know, that sounds easy. And I realized as we started reading, we didn't have as many books with black and brown characters mm-hmm. on the as we did others. And um, I grew up going to diverse schools, so it wasn't a problem, but it was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> know and so from there Tristan's book club um our children's book club was born and we've been going two years strong and it's it's been amazing um mm-hmm. it's been amazing so I would say that is the short long version of how we even got to where we are here <laughs> but it's so many nuggets that I can pull from even like what you just said like even like you having to intern and just like figure out like how can you get in your industry it's just like sometimes you just have to go a different way separate from what you thought you were going to do because for me like I moved from Chicago to New York six years ago and I just thought that I was so behind because everybody else had went to school there I'm like I gotta go to network here but really you're not ever behind because it's your journey it's just what are you going to do with what what you have and how are you going to move forward um, so I love that, but and then coming to the children's book and uh, writing and then becoming a mom is just like, how did you? I guess there's a few things that I want to say. I'm okay, getting it together. So okay, entrepreneurship. How did you transition yourself from being this freelance entrepreneur to now I'm an author of a children's book and I am them the way to create more space with the book club for um you know mothers or just any parents just to find resources and other books that are relatable to their child like how did you make that transition I feel like um the transition wasn't that hard because mm-hmm. skill set in media and talent relations so when it came to and like social media marketing you know we kind of grew up with social media. So being able to navigate through it 
it's a little easier for our generation because it pretty much was invented with us. Like it grows with us. Mm -hmm. So I just took those skill sets and put it towards being an author and a children's book club owner. Um, Mm -hmm. Author, I am now the talent versus the media and talent relations for someone else. So that actually, I ended up hiring a team to Mm -hmm. to PR for me um, for majority of the book run because one, I'm in my own way as far as like how I treat myself as a client, Mm -hmm. Um, but it helped even those relationships kind of go smoothly because I knew like how things go, you know, started with them. I'm like, I'm not expecting for you guys to land placement tomorrow. You know, Mm -hmm. I know how these things work, Um, you know, and so I think being knowledgeable in that, I also knew like what not to do, you know, as far as in a, a new self-published children's author. And then you just mm-hmm. kind of implement it with a book club. It kind of children's author, book children's book club owner kind of go hand in hand. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the interviews that I would do for the book, you had no choice but to kind of mention the book club as well, because right. using my book to reach, you know, Black children or black girls were using our book club platform as well to go even further. And it's like the women's empowerment movement, you know, women connect and you have this business. I have this business. Let's bring it together to make it. Mm -hmm. So me as a self-published author, you know, there's so many other self-published black authors Mm -hmm. out there. So being able to connect with them and give them a platform through our social media, it was, it just, kind of flowed uh, and it was great and then it doesn't it definitely helped we had started Tristan's book club in April 2022 and then Beyonce did her Black is King um, release where on Juneteenth she released like this big directory of black like mm-hmm. you should check out and shop with and Tristan's book club was included in this rollout and so being able to use that, you know, to kind of promote ourselves and as something to talk about, because I make my daughter the face of this. Mm-hmm. So I always say she, she's the CEO, I'm the president <laughs> right now, <laughs> you know, while I love that. behind the computer. And so her, it was so important for me to use pictures of her reading her mm-hmm. book because this was her life, you know, I'm not on yeah. Tristan is, you know, yeah. and that story, you know, played into our kind of PR story. It's just like, you guys were, Beyonce had you on her website. I was like, uh-huh. mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. And I, I just love the way that you have phrased that as like, this is, this is her legacy. Like, this is what you're building for her. So what are those feelings behind when you have those pockets of success and knowing that you're cultivating something amazing for your daughter? She's always at the forefront of my mind. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm all for like mom's being free, mom's doing this, mom being sexy. But I realized that how I conduct myself, how I present myself, these Like, this is always going to be a reflection of who she is when she gets older. I want her to look on the internet and see mom was just kicking down doors and taking names, you know? Mm -hmm. And 
inspire her to do the same. I'm not saying you can't have fun because I definitely have and continue to have a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) As you should. You know, it's just, it's a way to present yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. it's carry yourself. There's a way to speak. It doesn't mean that, you know, I can't chop it up with my homegirls, but when I'm talking to someone, like you're going to know and understand, like this is, there's power behind how I speak. You know, Mm -hmm. so I think about all of that when it comes to her and how I present myself to her, how she Mm -hmm. sees that that's important. My mom, strong black woman, you know, seeing how she paved like this started with her actually started with my grandmother, you know, Mm -hmm. knew that she wanted a different life for her kids than what she had. My mother, first woman in her well, first person in her family to go to college. So she was doing something completely different to lay a legacy down for us that continued Mm -hmm. with me. And so now it's important that my daughter understand that you come from this legacy of Mm -hmm. strong, intelligent, awesome black women. And, you know, we want to make sure that we continue. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Through our lineage, you know, that that legacy lives through our lineage. So, Mm I would say that's why it's, you know, she's always at the forefront. And um, because this podcast will be coming out in October, I am pregnant now. So oh, congratulations. Thank you. It's for my children, you know, and yes. it's um, not just her now. It's for the legacy of my lineage as mm-hmm. however many children we decide to have. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. That's so exciting. And just continuing to build off of that, I think. It's so important, especially for little girls to see their moms like building something, working towards something, being passionate about something and being able to pass it down to them. And so I think that that is just amazing, like what you're doing and what you're doing for her. And I know she's going to be so appreciative of that when she gets older. Um, But I guess during that process of building, what has your routine been like? Like being a new mom, having to balance that having to balance your ventures, what type of routine do you have to just, I guess they say kind of. I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have one. Um, having a husband that's in the industry, things are kind mm-hmm. of all over the place at any given time. For example, mm-hmm. been in Atlanta for three weeks. We've been in, we've been in Atlanta, Richmond and New York in the last like four weeks Mm. while planned kind of you know still a lot of moving parts so I do a lot of praying I do a lot of journaling (laughs) yes you know because at the end of the day it's my responsibility like my part is to make sure our household is running smoothly you know Mm -hmm. to make sure that our daughter is okay you know he works 12 hour days most yeah. of the and so learning when to like right now Tristan's book club is on a hiatus for the summer we're enjoying summer break you know yeah. I'm not going to knowing that we were going to be doing a lot of moving uh, we won't mm-hmm. be like September I was like I'm not going to stress myself out trying mm-hmm. to create content <laughs> you know mm-hmm have some content that lives on our website that can take us through the summer, you know? So it's, it's a matter of, like you said, balance, knowing when, when to stop, when yes. to 
take a break, when to go, you know, um, but it's no routine. It's, you just kind of have to, so this part, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I get a little, like, at first I used to be a little flustered about it. Like, oh my gosh, I have to do an interview. He's not yeah. here with her. Um, but I realized kind of like going back to what you said earlier, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm not going to not accept it because I know that she might be out, but more so have her men go ready when she wakes up just in case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just being ready. Yeah, it's a matter of being ready. And it's a part of, it's just a part of you, right? Like, it's a part of the storytelling and just showing moms, like, you can still do this. Um, yes, there's going to be these moments, but it is still very possible um, for you to be able to pour into yourself, pour into your work and just kind of like build and create what you what it is you want to create. So it's a part of you. I love it. Um, so I guess when you're going into I, I just wanted to note on the travel, like I know you're doing a lot of travel right now. Do you feel like traveling helps to inspire you? Um, with like your writing and things like that, because I know for me, like I've been traveling all summer and I just feel like I've been getting so many new ideas that I wouldn't have. I just stayed stationary. Yes, actually, I was just talking to my mom about this earlier because I think we might be going to L.A. this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, so I freelance write as well. I've done a couple pieces for Essence, um, on mom stuff. And I also mm-hmm. wrote a newsletter because I kind of wanted to start keeping my content for myself, my writing for myself and sharing it my own way. Um, mm-hmm. Even though a platform like Parents is, you know, fire to have a story on, you know, it's it feels even better when it's my content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when she was first born and we like revealed her and things like that, I did start like the mom tip, like reels and, you know, mom tip writing. So definitely, you know, travel is the best inspiration for that because there are a lot of new moms out there. Mm-hmm. And I, some of us do have our moms to help us, Yeah, but parenting is different now. Mm-hmm. So they have like that solid advice, but no child is the same. Raising me is completely different than raising my daughter. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know, being able to connect with me. And I don't have a lot of mom friends either. Like, I think mm-hmm. I have two friends that I can think of on the top of my head that have children mm-hmm. not her age either. Yeah. Actually, one has one, like, younger than her now. But mm-hmm. um, I get a lot of mom. And now I do have mom friends that have kids around her age now mm-hmm. so, like pulling from their experience my experience something happens to me first where you can you know share that information with them or something mm-hmm. happens, they can share that information with me it's all inspiring and through traveling it's like here's how to keep your toddler calm on an airplane for mm-hmm. <laughs> more than 10 hours or whatever the case may be um it inspires, you know, here's, you know, the benefits of nature walks for children, mm-hmm. the benefit of extracurricular activities with children. And it, it's amazing because it's a daily, it's daily inspiration because it's something new with her every day. <laughs> yeah, no day is the same. So it's nope. just like, how can you continue to keep them like stimulated and engaged yeah. and 
um, how can you, I guess, share something new with like new moms? Because right. I'm not a mom, but I'm always seeing TikToks about like gentle parenting and things like that. But every kid doesn't respond to, it's, you know, those listen. things. Like you don't want to feel like you're failing just because you can't do gentle parenting. It's just like, right. 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 You, I've learned through this that you parent the best way that you know how. And mm-hmm. Your motherly instinct kicks in from the time you're pregnant, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. Start when they're born, it starts when you're pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, hold on, wait a minute. That doesn't, this doesn't feel right. Or I don't want this for myself. Or, you know, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a growing, it's a daily learning experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely draw inspiration from her things that we experience with her, traveling with her, taking her to, other states, you know, mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't traveling this young <laughs> mm-hmm. as much as she does. Um, so it's it's a learning experience for both me and her. We got stuck on a plane for three hours on the runway, like oh. two weeks ago. And she did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I had ordered, over-ordered a bunch of snacks. I don't know why, but that <laughs> you know yeah I was, like, I was like Christina this is a lot of snacks I was like I know but for some reason you know I feel like she's mm-hmm. gonna need and we got stuck on a plane for three hours just that's insane so it's like little things like that you know so now I can when I write that piece you know about traveling with a toddler make sure you pack ah. extra snacks because you never know mm-hmm. what's gonna happen <laughs> you exactly know? And here are family friendly snacks. Here are, you know, like, and can break those down what we have, mm-hmm. et cetera. So definitely travel inspires. Yeah, no, travel is always such an inspirational piece to me work. And just, just seeing the world in general just like helps you think about things that you're working on in a new way. Um, so I guess what advice would you have for new moms? who are they're working for themselves, either freelance or they have their own business, they're working from home. So they're having to be a mom and work at the same time. My first set of advice would be to make sure that you can really dedicate the time to work. Mm-hmm. If you're in the position to, if it's a situation where you have to work, moms have been balancing that work-life balance for a very long time. You don't have mm-hmm. that there when you don't have the support to help you, you know, you have to do what you have to do. So right. I'll say do what you have to do. But if you're in a place of leisure somewhat, you know, make sure that you really can commit to both. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we feel like we, again, that's, you know, social media, people in general, you know, kind of pressure us into, because we see, this mom killing it and she has five businesses and she's a mom, Mm -hmm. but we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, you know, exactly. struggles are. Mm -hmm. And so we have the time to commit, you know, I, it was difficult for me in the beginning because I'm so used to working as an entrepreneur, like freelance, you're gig after gig after gig after gig. Mm -hmm. And when I was trying to like do that, knowing that that's not really my life anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had to realize, you know what? I can't commit maybe as much time to this because 
I have a permanent commitment here <laughs> with mm -hmm. my daughter to make sure she's thriving and she has everything that she needs. So I would say make sure that you actually have the time and mental capacity to dedicate to both. Does that mean don't go after your dreams? Not at all. Uh, I use one of my former managers as an example who I'm now like, now that she told me literally like a week ago, I'm starting to accept like maybe this might be my route. Um, mm -hmm. She was a stay-at-home mom. Her husband worked. And she waited until her son started school to mm -hmm. start her business. Mm. Within, you know, seven years, she was negotiating million dollar contracts, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, not saying that she would have gotten to that faster if she would have started when she was trying to balance stay at home life, stay at home mom life and work. But she was like, I'm going to dedicate my time to this. Mm -hmm. uh, she was one and done. So she was like, as soon as this kid starts pre-K, I'm going to start my business because yes. then I have the time mm -hmm. to do both. He's at school for eight hours. So <laughs> that gives me that breathing room to now create what I want mm -hmm. to create. Myself. Um, and I was literally thinking about it last week and I was like, she was genius for that. Yeah. Because Instead of, and again, she didn't have social media to pressure her into feeling like she had to be a boss mom. You're a right. boss mom as a stay-at-home mom because stay-at-home mom life is not for the week. Like it, It's a job. <laughs> it, it is a job within itself. And so I've now found that balance. Like I said, mm -hmm. Tristan's book club, I read to her on the regular. So I'm picking up new books. I'm learning new skill sets. So it does, I can work, you know. Yes. Um, so yeah, make sure you have the time and mental capacity to commit Mama. to both. And then, I mean, what I've been saying, don't give into the pressure, you know, yeah. don't feel like you have to do a thousand things at mm -hmm. once. One thing that I've been saying in all of my interviews is that if you aren't in a space to be happy with yourself, content with yourself, content with where you are, you're not going to be a happy mom. Right. Give your child what they need from you emotionally because mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you always have to be 100% emotionally stable. That's not even real life, mm -hmm. but there's definitely just making sure you're in tune with yourself and you're good with yourself. Um, because if you are a stay at home mom, if you are a working mom, you're not going to be able to give yourself to your business or your child in a right. aren't okay with self so that's mm -hmm. my that's my advice for the mom or new yeah. mom yeah self-awareness is definitely key and just like being real with yourself about what it is you can handle at that point in time I felt like for me early on I was just like um okay there's so many things that I need to do or need to accomplish before I am a mom and now I'm getting to that point where I probably will start having kids within the next year or two and I'm just like now I'm thinking, okay, I need to position myself in my business to where I can be fully focused on mom life, but right. I can still feel okay with the direction my business is going to take a, a pause at, so I can right. fully enjoy to, that. have to be okay with it because fighting it, it it's going to mess you up. <laughs> fighting yeah. it, it won't. And I tried to fight it. It just made me sad when mm -hmm. I realized. This is where I am in this moment. It doesn't mean that I'll 
but this is what I need to dedicate my time to my, mm-hmm. not my everything, because again, there's wife, mom, mm-hmm. daughter, like there, you know, other people that rely on me, however they do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, fighting it just made me depressed because I thought I'm mm-hmm. not my life anymore. I'm just a stay at home mom. But yeah. I'm through Tristan's book club, through my writing, I'm, I'm working, I'm helping mom new way and accepting that it took me a while, but I'm good with it now. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned one thing about just having the balance, um, at this point in time. And I know that balance is something that is often debatable. People feel like it's possible balance. It's possible to achieve balance. Sometimes it's not. I guess, how do you feel like balance? How, how do you feel like you're able to balance everything? Um, and did you feel like it took you a while to get to this point? I'm still trying to learn how to balance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not all the way there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there yet. Um, is it possible? Yes. I think time management plays a role. Yes. In, but with a toddler, time management can kind of go out the window sometimes mm-hmm. you know when we're traveling she might not take a nap in the car so now right. later and that time that you had planned for yourself is might be pushed back because her schedule is now altered you know mm-hmm. so it's a um I'm still learning balance and I think everyone's balance looks different based on mm-hmm. what you're you know what you're doing how the, the help that you have or don't have like for me, it's, but what I will say is I communicate very clearly mm-hmm. when I need a nap or I need to walk. Yes. <laughs> I need to go get my nails done. I need to get my feet done. I need, I need a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking up for yourself in those moments or creating the space for yourself, that's where the balance comes in because don't burn out in the house, burn out at work they, you know, it exists in both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely say I'm vocal, very vocal when my husband has been like working days, days, days. And he gets, I know, um, he like, he'll need a break too, but I'll give him that break for a second. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to sleep early today. I'm not putting, today, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go to sleep with her because I would like to get rest by myself without any interruptions yeah okay (laughs) I think you touch on a good point like you have to prioritize your self-care because I feel like that's where those moments of burnout and feeling overwhelmed come from you're not prioritizing your health your mental health physical health I mean you're just feeling like blah and so in doing that um you know you have to kind of like reboot yourself in a way whatever that looks like you know Mm -hmm. If it's, like I said, for me, walking to the grocery store to get some fruit is like, and my friends will tell you, Christina just needs to walk every day to go get her fruit. Like that, <laughs> you know, it is, it's, that's how things, that's how I get through with things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I used to vacation a lot before I had a daughter, but then we have COVID and all that stuff. So it's like, I had to find a new, <laughs> a new way kind mm-hmm. of just breathe. So that's yeah. what balancing breathing. That's what that is. You know, it's like taking a step back for yourself. And mm-hmm. that doesn't come 
sometimes it's not on routine, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, not, you know what, every day at two o'clock, I'm going to read a book, you know, that might not necessarily happen, but right. or that you make time to read that book during mm-hmm. the day is what matters. Yeah. And just listening to your body and what it is to need. I feel like sometimes people feel like they have to follow such a structured routine or like, oh, if I don't read my book or take a walk or whatever, I'm failing at life. But it's like, is your body calling you to read a book today or do you just need to take a nap or whatever the case may be? Um, So I guess this goes into my next question of motherhood, being an author, writing your first book. um, All of it, when it comes to social media, could give you imposter syndrome and make you feel like, okay, I am a mother and I feel like I'm doing well, but am I doing it well compared to this person that I see on social media? Or I am an author and I just published my first book, but is it doing as well as this person? So how do you kind of like retrain your mind to combat that um, with social media and everything else? Uh, two ways. One, my husband gives me that reality check all the time mm-hmm. when that road and he's like, Chris, relax. Like, <laughs> it's okay. You know, because yeah. um, I was like, oh, my God, I, I told you I wake up. I'm not doing anything. I'm just a mom now. And he's like, <laughs> you're one, you're a phenomenal mom. Mm-hmm. Two, take that back. Relax. Like things are going to happen when they need to happen. You'll get that inspiration and things will just flow however you want it to flow. He's like, I am a determined person. So once something is in my mind, I'm like, OK, I have to do this. And not letting social media pressure me into that. So I definitely take social media breaks now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny because I can tell the story now. I took a social media break for Ramadan um, mm. with my husband. And when I came back and I did tell a couple people I was pregnant, they was like, oh, I thought that's why you took the break. And I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I took a break because I needed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going through you know pregnancy but so that was funny so social media breaks are definitely needed when I do feel like I'm scroll too much or air myself to this person or that person um and it helps that the Instagram algorithm is just sucky nowadays so (laughs) um it that helps with I'm just going on Twitter and see everybody talking you know like (laughs) but um the other thing is just being present in your moment. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I do a self-publishing workshop every now and then whenever I feel like it. Mm-hmm. And so I've done the research on statistics on how many books a person can sell or the average amount of books that a person sells with self-publishing. And so if I see someone that self-published that sold a million books, I don't compare mm-hmm. because based on statistics, I am above average anyway. So I can't compare, you know, what this person has to what I have because I've done my own research and I'm proud mm-hmm. with what I've done, you know, beating what society says the average amount of books are that people sell, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then me like pouring into other authors, other moms, like that helps too because it's real. Not saying that mm-hmm. social is not real but it's a highlight reel most of the time yeah so being able to talk to moms on a real like real level being my 100% self 
and them either identifying with it or being encouraged from it, that mm-hmm. understand like this is my purpose, you know, offline. Me connecting with this person offline has more of an impact than me just posting some random picture of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't get me wrong, Instagram is a great marketing tool. It's a great mm-hmm. um it's a great way to promote yourself and get your brand out there. But my real life is lit, you know, my real mm-hmm. life is where the impact actually happens. And so I have to continue to remember that and remember how I inspire people offline. Now that's so important. It's those intimate relationships that actually make the biggest difference and to help you feel more fulfilled, like in your purpose too. Um, So I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I guess coming down the pipeline, hi, (laughs) coming down the pipeline, what can we, I guess, what are you working on? What can we expect? So I can, say I've submitted my next manuscript to my editor for my next children's book when that's going to come out I don't know another thing like I submitted it to her and things happened in her life that mm-hmm. I can't so even though I was like I want my book out by this time, yeah. by this time you know I love my editor and so not that I'm on her time but I allow life to happen especially with people that yeah. work so you know when she's ready to get the ball mm-hmm. rolling I've done you know the first part of my part. That's exciting. You got you got the ball rolling. Yes. Yeah, so I got sometimes the- sometimes things just fall into other people's timelines, like when you're creating stuff and being collaborative. So it's it's to be expected. Yes. Yes. So I, I've done that. Like I said, I launched um, my newsletter. So which I need to finish before the thirtieth <laughs> this month. But even in my newsletter, I was real. I was like, you know. I'm not going to spam your inbox because I'm already going to have a hard time committing to one stay at home mom life is real. We've been traveling a lot, you know, so I get to be as transparent with people who actually want my content outside of social media, which Mm -hmm. is amazing to connect with those people. So I've launched a newsletter um, that I, and my blog, so I do have a blog on my site, but it's private. Um, mm-hmm. It's password protected. So you can only uh, read it if you subscribe to my newsletter. And mm-hmm. so that also allows me to kind of connect what with people is- more yeah. um, on a personal level and mm-hmm. the people that actually want to connect with me. Like, yeah. not just throwing it out there and hoping someone sees it. You know, these people subscribe so that they can read. So that's where my mom tips. Uh, are going to live and um, anything else that I just feel like writing about as far as motherhood. Um, so that's exciting too. It's like a private blog. Um, <laughs> no, I love that. And you really have to be opted into the experience to experience it. So it's just like, yes. you're not just having this content out there and then just hoping that someone reads it. These are curated people who are interested and want to yes. receive resources. I was like, if Instagram shuts down again, mm-hmm. your resume matter. You know, how yeah. can people actually connect with me that want to connect with me that aren't just being nosy, aren't just scrolling past it? You know, these right. connect with me. So that was important. So yeah, my newsletter is out. Um, and then Tristan's Book Club, we're on hiatus, but we'll be back. Um, September 6th, you know, back to school. And we have a couple mm-hmm. awesome like partnerships and things coming up with that. Yes. 
So I'm excited. Yeah, we're we're and then motherhood. Yeah. <laughs> motherhood. Like I said, I'm pregnant. So uh mm-hmm. allowing myself space to just enjoy my pregnancy, you know. Yeah. That's another reason I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna rush this book because mm-hmm. I have a newborn. Yeah. <laughs> that will grace. Yeah. So Whoa. Now that's awesome. And I'm so excited to see everything you're working on come down the pipeline. So where can we find you? Where can we find everything? Tell so, us. Um, to opt into my newsletter um, through my website. Oh, and it's free. So it's not like a, you, you can subscribe, but it's a free subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's www.aboutcnh.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that. I'm going to change that domain eventually, but I had it before I got married. So, <laughs> but it's, you know, I might keep it just to hold on to, you know, that person. But mm-hmm. yes, w.aboutcnh.com. And then on all social media platforms, it, it's Christina, C H R I S T I N A, in Wilds, and at Christina in Wilds on everything. Um, nice. Yeah. You can find me. Amazing. Well, I will be leaving everything um, for you all to connect with Christina in the show notes. But Christina, thank you so much for being on the show and just shedding some light on motherhood and balancing career at the same time. And just to know that, like, just because you're a mom doesn't mean it stops here. It's possible. Say thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. If you're not already, be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Currently Bossing and The Boss Up Inc. If you love our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your rating helps us to reach other bosses like you who are ready to level up and reach their truest potential. Tune in every Monday for our newest podcast episodes. We'll talk to you then. Bye.